Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Race Chaser Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race Chaser, Chaser. a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Drag Race, Race. starting from the very beginning. Uh, uh, My name's Alaska. What's yours? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Willem. (laughs) Usually you you sing the song, but since the Emmy, you you just, things have really changed. I forgot Uh, because I was reading it off the outline and I, like, I don't know it by now. And I wasn't like on the camera view yet. I still don't have a hang of these zooms, bitch. Leave meeting. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only part I'm good at. Um, uh yes, well we have this a, is the beginning of the record your life. Hold on and hold There is a special announcement in the kingdom. Intel special announcement. This is breaking news. We're your weather girls. Hi, I got Hi. news for you. <laughs> All you lonely girls, <laughs> leave those umbrellas at home. <laughs> June 1st is coming up very soon. 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. on the East Coast. Gird your loins and mark your calendars because we are coming with the first ever Race Chaser, Chaser Live Stream. <laughs> you can get tickets. At racechasertickets.com right now. Yes, we, yes, we wanted to do something a little bit special. It's the finale episode. We, we're going to be recording the episode anyway. So you get to uh, have an exclusive ringside seat to watching mm-hmm. us re- record the podcast. Now you can wear whatever you want, but an updo is required. Yes. Updo. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Ticket sales are going to benefit Project Q in L.A., and that supports LGBTQIA uh, youth, and they offer services like uh, delivering food and hygiene boxes to queer folks and low-income families. And so some of your money is going to help them because uh, we didn't want to be greedy little pig queens. 
Yes. So just go on over to racechasertickets.com. The tickets are moving really fast, but the more tickets we sell, the more money we're raising for a really good cause. So um, go over to racechasertickets.com and check it out. I'm really looking forward to it. Finally, I mean, people can see us in full drag doing the podcast, which is, I mean, it's sort of pointless, but we do, we do get in drag each time. It's not uh, pointless. I mean, I I feel a certain way uh, for certain sure. Certain type of way? Yeah. And um, I just feel like I need to be present in, uh, you know, a unit of some sort or like a weft at least. Some sort of yeah, a, a accoutrement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're the type of girls we we do change our voice in drag. I mean, we mm-hmm. we do we change our voice when when we're in drag. Um, oh, I swallow so- big old pill. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> now, so racechasertickets.com, June first. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be great. Now, last week we went to Vegas, kind of. Uh, By proxy for sure. Just, just the mirror, just the mirror and me. Oh, the divas performed a winter medley of songs as well as original rap verses. They walked their runway in their best eleganza, extravaganza. extravaganza. And Crystal and Jackie were the lip syncers, and Jackie got the chop. And um, Sherry is disqualified, so that makes our top three: Gigi Good, Crystal Method, and Jada Essence Hall. Yes, God, a lovely six. final three. Honestly, the most talented since six for sure. I mean, wow, I they're just all like triple threats. They're all killing yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so this is um th- this this episode is entitled "Together Alone." Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. They did a a spoof on um alone the Shady together. Bunch. Oh, I think what's alone yeah. together. Oh, Alone Together is like the thing that um, they've been saying on billboards or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yes, the Shady Bunch with Porkchop Parker as Alice, which was my favorite part of the whole bit. I thought the opening song was very witty. It was funny. So good. It, the girls fucking turned it, performing it. It was really cute and funny. I hope they do that. I, I hope they do that for future seasons because that was on- really fucking good. Honestly, this was my favorite reunion probably ever other than mine because it cut out all the bullshit RuPaul controlled every single question it was all the stuff we wanted them to talk about all the bullshit we wanted to get them stewing up again and fighting and their feathers being fluffed and shit and they did that and it was an entertaining episode I can't wait to talk about it with everybody why why is RuPaul in drag who who chose the who chose the ma- the face the face? Who chose the face bikini? I think RuPaul chooses everything that goes on him. Uh, I do know that blue turquoise latex mask is a slick it up mask, friend of the pod. But um, I don't know. I don't know if it was supposed to be one of those things that like old school celebs used to sleep in to keep their faces firm at night. But it came off as like. Um, remember when Aquaria did that lucha libra look, and it was like that's what yeah. you order, and then that's what you get. And it was like <laughs> Aquarius was that's what you order and Rue was that that's what you get. Um, I I didn't love it, but it's her show, so you know. Well, I say, I mean, go off, like go go for it. Like I love bold fashion statements, but 
Was there a joke? Did I maybe I missed it? But was there a joke or an explanation as to uh, no, why Ru- RuPaul just does what she wants? It if there was a joke or like a line that just sort of addressed the bizarre elephant in the room mm-hmm. that was the thing on on her face. Just a joke about like, well, they say you have to wear a mask at all times. That's what I'm doing. You know, just like something because I maybe there's like a practical reason. Maybe he I, he hasn't. I don't know. Maybe his hair is, is ha- grown in all crazy or something. So he wanted to like. I have the practical reason. I mean, it's the it's the one like sitting right in front of us. He there's what? no way that RuPaul could make himself look how other people make him look. He hasn't been responsible for what we've seen as a public for most of his career. You know, he hasn't been behind the brush, he hasn't been behind the hair, and he hasn't been behind the wardrobe. You know, none of those things. So for him to try to do that at home and then to be broadcast nationally, if that was me, I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm getting in, boy. You're not getting any of this because I wouldn't want someone to see me on a Zoom, on whatever camera they have. You know, it's not going to be as good as the studio and everybody's going to be like, oh, she did herself. You know, so we're never going to be happy with RuPaul out of drag, but even if it's for his own reasons, I I understand them for once. I have no problem with him being out of drag. I didn't expect for one second that he would be in drag. Why not? I had irresponsible. How? No, it would be irresponsible because he would have to have a team in with him, and that's very close quarters. Well, that comes back to the practical. He didn't, he chose it. So, like, I don't, I, I was in no way expecting RuPaul to be in drag for this, but why a perplexing blue mask that isn't explained? It it just seemed... Uh, Elephant in the room. There was never a joke about it at all, yeah. Which now, you know, I guess it's become its own thing. I went ahead and uh, took the liberty of, of replicating the look because I love... Um, I love replicating iconic things. Mm -hmm. I did see when you accepted your (laughs) PEG Stage It Award, one of the many awards that you accepted. Season of the Awards um, that you had. I was like, that's not her house. And then I was like, wait, that's the RuPaul house. (laughs) So come clean. Are you quarantining with RuPaul Charles? RuPaul Charles? I confess. I confess. Okay. It's me, Jeremy, and Ru. You are on the rack. The RuPaul Andre Charles. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that blue face mask is hanging in the bathroom, just drying because it's a hand wash only garment. <laughs> she she does say grab your mask and your mascara, so maybe that's how she justified like wearing a mask. You know, okay. that's the only thing she says that is mask. If well, I was a judge on the show, I would say it missed the mark. It 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 was confusing. <laughs> it took me out of it. It missed the mark. But speaking of not missing the mark, the girls looked fucking amazing. The I girls really looked say. sickening. Yeah. Uh, Dahlia beat and beautiful. Just. And just refreshingly honest. Yeah. Dahlia with that, ma- I mean, the makeup was stunning with that just hint of blue in the mm-hmm. center. That. Who Very did she? Fierce. She was like a leather Playboy bunny, but like in white, kind of, right? Was that her? Yeah, was? sort of Bram yeah. Stoker, Dracula Gorge. hair. Then that clap back. Uh, um, who does she clap back against? Where she said something about, like, I got more episodes than you in that broccoli. Oh, yeah. I Girl, I lived. Off, I was like, that's exactly. Oh, oh. So good. Um, but <laughs> who's your favorite PJ party look, would you say? I, I got to go with Jan. <laughs> I mean, Jan really, really crushed it. Oh, see, because... I thought you were going to be a Heidi because of that bow on her head. 
no, she looked she looked gorgeous, but the prompt was it's the slumber party, so mm-hmm. it's like so. I think the people who leaned into that, like Jada, did like the whole like the Victor pillow, mm-hmm. the the Courtney Act pillow pillow talk moment, mm-hmm. um, which I'm pretty sure Courtney Act invented. Um, I don't know who these v- Victor and Rolf people are, but they clearly stole it. Probably from fags that used to backup dance for her. You oh know. yeah, yeah. She definitely. probably started them. She's Courtney. <laughs> But I I love the people who leaned into the uh, the slumber party look. Yeah. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a helix party, uh, and we are the helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag and use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. All right, okay. we're back. We're back. Um, so I have a little bit of trivia. Britta was at her mm-hmm. parents in Maine because of her asthma, and um, she didn't bring her kit with her at all. So when they 
found out that they were going to be filming the reunion and mm. stuff, they had this makeup artist named Norvina from LA, like color match her and then send her a whole kit to Maine. And she looked great. She looked really good. Yeah, I follow Norvina and she was saying it was, I was really, ner- she was nervous and everything, but she did a wonderful job. Norvina runs Anastasia Beverly Hills. Does right? she? I don't really know. Yeah. I think she's like the head bitch in charge there. You would think that the bitch named Anastasia is in charge there. Anastasia. Anastasia. Anastasia Belvery Hills. So the New York City queens get like the first little um, grouping, and it's Jan, Jackie, Nikki, and Britta. And um, do you think Dahlia's high? She was talking about weed. T- Some people are just they're they're on cannabis, but they just like function normally. I'm not one of those people. I would it would be really apparent because mm-hmm. I'd be red in the face and unable to form sentences. Got it. <laughs> if I was stoned, <laughs> my eyes would be just beat red. But some girls can just look and and act great on on weed. I don't know if she was. Hmm. Norvina is Anastasia's daughter, and she runs the company now. She she herself is worth twenty million dollars. Sending Britta a care package. Work, Tina. Work. <laughs> uh, Aiden is bedroom cleaning about. Uh, she got more hair, girl. Yes. She got all the hats. I thought it was funny set dressing that she did, like the the mini mm-hmm. wig on each of the heads. But I wanted her to wear the the actual fucking. I wanted her to wear the pussy cat. She said, "These are my things. I have multiple hats." I'm glad she incorporated it in the background if she wasn't going to wear it. Yeah. Uh, uh Heidi, Heidi, girl, mm, opulent, looking this, this so beautiful. Cream, champagne, brocade, bow boudoir fantasy thing it is yeah. it feels really good she killed thousands it. of lashes tops mm-hmm. and bottoms yeah salute for sure uh yeah. salute, salute. crystal and widow are in missouri i hear they have great pool parties there um <laughs> uh Gigi's in los angeles uh rockham is in san francisco and he said that he he masturbated so much that his meat it has jerkied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jada, We've seen it. We know. Jay, we know. We we were very appreciative. Um, <laughs> Jada's in Milwaukee right now, and I just saw her on the uh-huh. Milwaukee News or something. I was just watching. I'm so happy for her doing drag. I know she's a girl. I love her. Mm-hmm. Now it do take nerve to flatten the curve. Can I tell you that I invented this saying? Really? I said it in the very first bitch put in digital drag show right after quarantine happened. I did a song called "Sanitizer," which is a parody of Britney Spears' "Womanizer," and one of the lines in it was, "It do take nerve to flatten the curve." So I'm not saying that uh, I, I'm just saying good minds think alike. Girl, well, you don't have to say it. I'll say it. It's obvious that the writers are watching everything that everybody else is watching. And when the <laughs> script was put together, they rhymed that, too. Yeah. Who knows where they Thank got you. it? But and girl, Dipper everybody al- was watching that. Dipper also has a hit song called Flatten, Flatten the, curve, the Curve, but not, but not that, that ass. ass. <laughs> yeah, just a good motto to live by. When did that drop, Dip? 
Tea. I put that out with a friend of mine. She she posted a little like her singing flatten the curve, but not that ass. And I thought it was so funny. I was like, I'm gonna remix it and write a verse. So we did it a couple weeks ago. Spit, spit. Is it gonna be in your um your listening party tomorrow? Uh Ooh. no, the listening party is uh literally tonight when this comes out, and it's for my new EP called the Ham and Cheese EP. Congratulations. But you know, maybe uh, we'll end the listening party with flatten the curve because we gotta keep doing it. Oh, Please. Oh, yeah. It could be Rainbow Spotlight, too, on our ancillary uh, satellite podcast. Talk off. Yeah. Just so much cross promotion. That's all we're doing. Girl, have, yeah. you, have I told you about Helix Mattresses, too? <laughs> and Emmy nominations. There we go. <laughs> now, oh, we, get, we get to talk to some of the divas. There are some bombshell revelations. Heidi reveals that she had anger management classes after getting severely bullied as a child. And the classes helped her live her life seeing uh, more joy and funneling her energy into positive things, which uh, that's great. Fucking, I mean, I bet there's tools that apply to everybody in a class like that. You know, when you see someone doing so well and you hear like their backstory and then you're like, oh my God, you get even more happy for them. Yeah. I I was feeling that way. And then Heidi uh, told Rue that she's going to keep her name. She said it's for her fans because they're her closet cases and they want her to keep it. And uh, she was explaining it to Rue and Rue said, that's a mistake. And it was this just one of the, a- it's one of those things where we're like, we realize that you've been saying that all season, but at a certain point, like, you know, like if someone told RuPaul not to keep her name, it's her name. Right. Let the bitch she, live. Yeah. She like Ru's going to remember she, it in a year anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. She was so um, she was so like nervous telling RuPaul. She was like, so, um, well, I, I, my, my fans uh, really it was so cute watching. It reminded me of like um, in Sister Act 2 when uh, Lauren Hill really wants to go to the music um, oh, when she comes at Cheryl Lee Ralph, and Cheryl Lee Ralph is like, "No, your father was a musician." <laughs> yeah. All that, it bitch. I love that. some Cheryl Lee Ralph. Diva simply very, singing. It was very that. I watch Moesha for Cheryl Lee Ralph, not Brandy. <laughs> we get some words with Nikki Doll. Um, Ooh, and she was gorgeous. She looked like that Dior ad with Charlize Theron, just dripping in gold. And nobody was sleeping in that. So I don't know what she thought. She said, "Oh, I, I will just wear these two bid." Um, yeah, she looked beautiful, and um, she got to talk about doing the SNL gig with Pete Davidson and painting yeah. uh, him last minute, which that's I that's pretty major. Yeah, all the girls I like Rue seeing like who's got the talents, and let me let me try her out, you know. Yeah, because I'm sure she's always hiring. Because <laughs> these are good opportunities, and it's one of the doors, the one of the many doors that Drag Race opens for. Um, ladies who drag girl delta got an emmy mayhem's doing makeup she did uh raven on the view i guess she posted about it um so like all these girls are being seen for their skills on their own faces and they're like how about you come paint me bitch yeah smart but uh nikki doesn't know who peppy lepew is i guess have people (laughs) been memeing her or something and or comparing Probably her to Peppy? Probably, because it's this French stereotypical cartoon character that sort of a lot of people grew up with. A skunky Lothario. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jackie has this whole little clip package of bossing <laughs> the other queens around and, like, manipulating things and, and, like, saying all the right things, even if you know the answer to it. Like, the whole, like... 
well, do you mind going last? Because if you do, say it now. Oh. It's like, you know, like all that. It's not the... It's not the most amazing clip package, but Jada nice. <laughs> uh, Jada sums it up perfectly. She was like, "I just didn't realize we would be working with a producer who is also competing against us." Uh, it sums it up perfectly. Uh, honestly, you could see her in her in her head the whole season. Yeah, and yeah. Jackie, you know, she's assertive, she's well spoken, and and she um, is fucking bossy and is a leader. And so I don't know. I think that that speaks to why she uh, she was she stayed around as long as she did. V- challenge wins or not, I think the producers probably really liked having her around because she was fucking helping produce everybody. So you know, can I can I talk about something that's um, not necessarily related to this episode? But Pearl yes. had Pearl had uh, posted something where Michelle and RuPaul were talking about them Pearl on their podcast, and um, RuPaul said at one point um, something about <laughs> oh I put on my producer hat Pearl was a cute boy we're, we should keep him around all that stuff I think some of the same things applied to Jackie because he is such a handsome man that they definitely probably wanted to keep him around for sure yeah and, I mean sure. For whatever reason, I'm glad he was there and doing his thing. But uh, the the best part about this package was Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin uh, doing so their little nice. shout out. So cute, so cute. Worshiping I dolls. Love Lisa Rinna. She kicked me out of a dressing room once. Why? <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> no, I was so. I mean, she didn't kick me out, but her people did. Like it, we were doing some event, some promotional event in New York, and I had just won All Stars or whatever, maybe famous. Maybe I had it, but um, but I was like in the dressing room and like getting ready to do the thing, and then like her people came ahead of time, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this th- we needed this space. We need this space for Lisa." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, fierce." Uh, so I threw a tantrum and I left and I had to go walk around the block and then I came back and then I was as, as nice as peaches to, to Ms. Rinna. How wonderful! she's camp. real people. She's a real person. So she needs a dressing room. Oh, wow. She's, she's not a mental defective cross dresser. Like, oh, she, she's a, she's, um, a lady celebrity. Yeah. She's not... a real person. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was so pissed at the time. I, I I was like, look at Instagram. Look who has fucking twice as the followers as her. Oh, me, bitch. And I'm getting kicked out of the dressing room. I have actual stuff. She didn't even have, like, I'm in drag. I have, like, things that I are, that I actually need a space in the dressing room. Why didn't you just stay in I there? I that. I, I fucking hate that. I would have stayed in there untucked, spread my legs on the couch, and when she came in and be like, "Hi, do you need do you need some counter space?" I know. And the thing is, she was really nice, but it's just that like Hollywood thing. Her of, faggot like, team, drag though, probably. Are, drag queens are not people, and we are expected to be our our entire team in one and get paid less and expected to do way more. Whatever. That's a, <laughs> that's an issue for hot gods. That's so upsetting. Um. All, all true. Uh, <laughs> RuPaul is nice enough to close out Jackie's segment with, let me tell you something I've never been able to say before. Congratulations. You are the winner of this week's challenge. Shade. Shade it, bitch. Shade it, bitch. 
hate it, bitch. I, I don't think that will count as a win in the RuPaul wiki. Yeah, no, probably not. No, but those Cause... three mini challenges, those are those those are getting you halfway across the river already. Love exactly. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, RuPaul says, Aiden, you have so many personalities. Why only? Why the one wig? <laughs> Shade it, bitch. She's like, I have multiple hats behind me. You can see in shades of black and noir. Um, <laughs> that's why you just own it. That I was, I was super miffed that she wasn't wearing it for this reunion or do a reveal and show all three you know. of them or like have like three or four oh, of them on where yeah. you keep pulling them off Monet like, exchanging about girl I love wigs I do too and yeah I mean a lot of the girls are plucked about this nap that Aiden took which I I don't even remember the nap it's so funny what the the, the things the girls fixate on well, you don't remember the nap, but you remember how shitty the outfit was because the outfit was a black corset with <laughs> yeah. some ding dong balls like glued to it. And honestly, the other girls were worrisome about her look because they figured it would be in the bottom. And then that week when she wasn't in the bottom, we were all gagged because the, if, I'm, remember, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly, um, that was a big deal. So that's why they're bringing it up again, because they want to stir up all those emotions, which is the reason they didn't put him in the bottom in the first place to get these girls stirred up. So they're talking about the stirring up, which they uh, manufactured basically and allowed to happen so they could have stuff to talk about on the reunion. And it's amazing because this is a point where the reunion gets like snippy. And like Britta's yeah. going on, Br- Britta's um, having to like account for how she was portrayed on television. And that's yeah. like, um, it, 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 Britta, I think, was really well spoken this whole time, you know? And I can't imagine being in her shoes. She probably wasn't wearing shoes, actually. She was in Maine. <laughs> well, she, you know, I, yeah, I, she feels shitty about how she came across on TV and, um, uh, Jan and Jackie jump in to just like let people know like how astounding and wonderful of a person Britta is, which I I know Britta as well, and I know that she is. So sometimes you get in a competitive space, and parts of your personality come out, and there's fucking eight cameras on you at the same time. And uh, I completely understand. Not that I've ever gone through anything like that myself, but. <laughs> Having Jan as a character witness with just that story about the first time they met was really, um, yeah. it, it showed us, it showed the audience at home that maybe uh, don't judge her on just what you, you're allowed to be shown, you know? Yeah. Um, they kind of make up or whatever. There's no Heather necklace, but um, <laughs> it seems, it seems like this will definitely be rehashed later on All Stars because they're definitely going to bring back Britta for sure. Yeah. If not, if only just to Fifi her, because they'll get her again <laughs> if she goes back. Get her again. They'll get I her again. I feel like I feel like they were getting her on this reunion too. Girl, they like, they done they done didn't got her. It's like give her give her like literally a break, please. Yeah. Um, the, tuck inspection. This was really cute. So I'd say <laughs> half and half, maybe. We're tucked. Some weren't. It's the apocalypse. If you think I'm putting on pads, tights, tuck, tucking, high heels, you have another fucking thing coming. <laughs> Absolutely not. When's the last time you Never. wore a nail? Uh, not during fucking quarantine. So it's been a few months. Hmm. We'll check your wigs. We're going to take a break. 
I'm going to sneak into your house and cut your fucking wigs up at night. (laughs) 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 Can we get security? listening to WQUR Queer Quarantine Radio. Peaches and Ben and Jinx's <laughs> Majors uh, radio show. It's really good. It's on Patreon, right? I t- It's on mm-hmm. Spotify. I oh. told them you can become a, pa- a Patreon a sponsor. Um, yeah, I, I, I texted Jinx the other night. I was like, will you write me a bit part? I want to play like a waiter with two lines. Like I don't even want like a juicy role. I want a very ancillary side character. Like, I want to be like, your agent is on the phone. He just has to speak with you. <laughs> That's it. Well, we can just clip that and send it to them and tell them to write it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. If you need something to listen to, definitely check it out. It's definitely cool. Uh, the, 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 the most uncomfortable part about this reunion for me was um, when... People, when I didn't know if Rock was seriously asking why he wasn't the orange or the apple again. No, that was a joke. Was it? Because she she made it seem like she, it wasn't a joke. I like, I would watch it. Was it? It it's, was a joke. I, I think she was really asking and she wanted to know. I think she's just a good actor. I thought, I, I read it as a joke. Because if you're still I, look, because it's like, it's like saying, "Well, I should have been Black China." Well, girl, I mean, she did it on the reunion too. That's why I don't put it past a girl. Remember, it's very funny the things that the girls are hung up on. Like, like Nikki Doll is was still like the baby. She was still hung up about everyone saying her name on the runway. You don't forget something like that. I bet it felt like a fucking betrayal. Oh, girl, a knife every every shook time. Her, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. but she was like, "Well, then why'd you say my name?" <laughs> like, oh. just like, still very, um, very scarred by that moment. Understandably, uh, she was plucked, and who knows if the hair will ever grow back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think Rock was really more, um? like vocal and got more jokes and lines in. Yeah, they definitely that, he's one of the funnier people and he's one yeah. of the one of the um he's very quippy and I really liked everything that the interview talked about. Um it let me know a lot more about Rock and made me appreciate his drag even more, but I do think he was serious about that apple or orange. <laughs> Girl, we she should, was still feeling it. She it would have changed the whole course of the whole show in history. <laughs> honestly, and that's probably what he goes to bed every night thinking about because oh. girl, I've had those moments. You know, uh Rock, Rockham, if you're listening, it wasn't your year, but you know what? They'll bring the you fans, back your cute boy. Right, and the fans adore her and she has so much that more too. to show. So it's almost better that it, it's it's almost a blessing that she you know more episodes of TV, right? She oh. got a great uh, she got a great showing. Uh, the fans are ready for more of her, and I have a feeling we haven't seen you haven't, you haven't seen, seen the last, last of me. Rock. Oh, no. 
Arendelle. Um, <laughs> Feel Lil covered in cotton balls. <laughs> uh, the, I like that Rock says uh, that he's been bolstering himself with the fans and he feels more confident in drag now. Yes. Um, the fans have honestly like been like the only people to do, to do drag for, you know? Like we're just like on our social medias and TVs. And so I like that someone actually took the time to thank... Um, all the people listening and watching all these drag queens behind their phones and laptops. Yeah, definitely. Um, she also touches upon her mom and that her mom is sober now and has watched the show and they've, uh, they've been working on their relationship and they're in a way better place than they were, which is, uh, which is great. That mm-hmm. is the power of drag race. And I'm not being facetious. I really mean it for sure. Uh, widow is, uh, is talking about how she hid behind her drag character and um, that she realized that through doing the show and watching herself on it that she hadn't done all, like, the emotional work on herself outside of, like, her character, Widow. So that's one of the reasons she uh, attributes her not opening up to people on the show and for her self-sabotaging and stuff. Um, I did notice when she would get real quiet when she wasn't happy with something and it looked like she was internalizing whatever had just happened. Um, yeah, but I figured that could also be the edit, but I guess she was kind of like, you know, a uh, lone shark in the competition. Yeah. And overall she had a really great showing. I mean, her looks were outstanding. She's girls won a challenge. She should be happy with her showing on RuPaul's drag race. Yeah. She's That's- very talented. She has fucking music coming out. So like keep an eye on yeah. Miss widow von do. Um, oh, mm-hmm. yes, bitch. She might be. Um, but Jan, why were you crying so much? Why are you crying? Tell us the truth. <laughs> Tell us the truth. We want to know. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? Why do you think Jan was crying? Well, she explains it. She was like, yeah, I was sad about Britta, but really I was just, uh, you, the girls all clocked it, but I was upset because, and she knew, she saw the writing on the wall. She was like, well, we're at this point in the competition. Mm-hmm. This was the fucking singing extravaganza. That was the one she would have won. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't win. So it was a huge blow to her. And she was, she was seeing the writing on the wall and fucking, she was crying. Yeah. I, I, when girls lose stuff, I don't like crying. I like anger. Like I like that one gif of that bitch coming up behind the girl in the crown and snatching it off. That one, that angry bitch, she looks Argentinian or something mean. I love the one. Girl, that one. I don't like tears. I like anger. (laughs) Well, uh, yes. And anger uh, plays really well on reality TV too. So either way you go. But Jan had a great, uh, this was a a great little Jan segment. Yeah, smart, funny, cute. And uh, they they take us to commercial with Jan's uh, audition tape, which was Call Me Mother, which she did as Kris Jenner, which is why I think they wanted her to do that for Snatch Game, because it was great. But I definitely think her Snatch Game choice was the right choice still. Yeah, I agree. And she got to sing a little bit. This, This was a great Jan moment. Yeah, totally. Um, so we are going to toot and boot some of the looks along with the girls from season 12 pajama party reunion. Uh, again, we've referenced this earlier, but we'll talk about it again because we must, uh, it's Aiden's balls to the wall look, which is black and white nap time. Uh, tutor boot. 
It's a boo. It it's it's a thigh high boot, which may even be connected to a chap. Actually, it's a dispute. Very uh, okay. There there are some deep disputes. What about Jada's balls to the wall? The white balls. The oh, that was uh, Bubble Bath Princess, right? Yes. Oh, Bubble Bath Princess. Uh, that's a shoot. It's a deep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Crystal as Freddy Krueger. Shoot. Love Apo- that. That was my. I mean, if that was my favorite outfit shoot, of the season. It, if you keep using the shoot, it devalues it. But it's fine if you want to shoot everyone. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, uh, Britta's cape look. Um, oh, it was like the red. Uh, the cape was like a very sheer, yeah, thin cape. I thought she looked toot. fucking sickening. Yeah, too. Shoot. Okay, what about Gigi's baby blue and pink prom dress look? Shoot. Double shoot. Double shoot. And Heidi's Michelle Visage. uh, Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. What is that artifact you're showing us? What are you talking about? Oh, are those the actual shoes? Uh, Yes. Wow. Artifact. Mm. Uh, legacy, legacy, Legacy pump. Leprosy print. <laughs> uh, what, I, I think Gigi's baby blue and pink prom dress look was a total uh, shoot. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. What about uh, Heidi's uh, Michelle Visage look with the red hair and the red vinyl and the marabou? Oh, I thought they, I thought they were no, talking that about was the crystal. Cape yeah, Crystal was in the red. Oh, well, the outline says Heidi. How unfortunate. Yes, Heidi was in the, remember the- Michelle Visage with the, the ball hair. I don't remember that. that squished. <laughs> it, I mean, it wasn't super remarkable. It wasn't very close to the recreation. It Which was is why they, I want to talk about Crystal's outfit. No. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Right. You always want to change the subject, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that hang right there. Um, but just- I, I did not like dinner with friends. How quickly the subject turns to Crystal. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't like Michelle's or Heidi's Michelle Visage look. I'm not a fan of that. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. I didn't think it was good. Um, Jackie uh, says of Britta's cape look, I bet we will be able to go to Folsom together in that look, probably with Rock in the future, which was a very funny dig at Rock's picture of him getting blown at Folsom. Um, Should we all be so lucky? Come on. She um, looked great. She was having a good time. That's what you do at Folsom. So anyone who's shocked or scandalized by this video, I'm sorry. No, I'm actually not sorry at all. Many will be surprised to learn that I've never got my dick sucked at Folsom. Uh, I've sucked a dick though. Yes. Yes. Yes, girl. Right near that subway stop on Castro. Yeah. (laughs) That's what Folsom is for. And sometimes, this might be shocking, but sometimes drag queens have sex lives that Mm -hmm. exist. Unpaid personal time. (laughs) Or actually, it can't be paid. We got a clock by the bed too sometimes. (laughs) A coin slot. Put the con on the dress. Uh, Jack- Jackie has done the ultimate troll fantasy and um, went and bought Michelle Visage's Parshmark uh, look that Michelle wore that Heidi replicated for Heidi. 
This no, what Poshmark is where you put your like designer clothes up for sale after having worn them, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of celebrities do it. Michelle does it, and um, yeah. Uh, the the only part of this that I didn't like was that um, it made me realize we don't have any Michelle for this episode. I know. Yeah, which um, usually she's good for a chuckle or two. So like, I missed her. And but she has a new show called How's Your Head, hon? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's in the UK. It's in the UK. Cool. Um, Did you were you a fan of the reading segment? I thought some of them really were funny. Yeah this this was this was when this was when the audience could probably tell. Okay, Britta is really quick and really funny because she shut the the show down with that joke when she said, "Doll, doll, you sure do talk a big game for someone who came in thirteenth in a twelve person competition." Girl. Girl, shut the sound system off because the mics all dropped, all of them. <laughs> Britta also said, Aiden, I'm really sorry how I treated you all season, but I was just preparing you for how Patricia Quinn would treat you after the snatch game. Being exposed as a fibber on national television, international television is... um. <laughs> Is not, is the, not a rare thrilling moment. A rare thrilling moment for the audience. Uh, Crystal said, Jan, do you have a condom I can borrow? I know you're always safe. Damn. Damn. <laughs> and this widow read, I mean, this but this is a classic Old read. She school. Says, she says, Crystal Method, you are the prettiest girl on the planet of, of the, the eight. <laughs> and that was the reading Reading section. is fundamental. From the sleepover shady bunch, sleepover slumber party reunion, together alone, extravaganza. We have a piece of, what is this, a note from someone? Someone wrote in, and I thought it was appropriate to put at this point in the show. Do you have a thumb drive? What song are they going to (laughs) do? Rain on me. Okay, this is from Jeff. He says, hello, Alaska Willem and Big Dipper. Longtime friend of the pod. On. On. A uh, longtime friend of the pod and lover of the dolls. Since you gals are in the know, do you have any intel as to why there wasn't a library reading challenge in the current season of Drag Race? Mm. I have a theory that perhaps Sherry Pie won the reading mini challenge and it was cut from the show. Perhaps it was one of the episodes where no mini challenge aired. What are your thoughts, theories, and hypotheses? Mm. Um, That's me, very possible. Girl, let me let me text my friends. Are you going to text somebody right now? Uh huh. I will. I will if you will. Oh yes, do the texting. Great, we're gonna play the text game, the the real the real life game. I thought that was like a really plausible hypothesis because we commented a few different times about wait, there was no mini challenge this week. Well, Jackie would have won it. Uh, the girls do a bit where they have fake drama. They get up, they yell at the camera, and Jan does her famous Heidi impression. I think Jan has to, maybe it's just because I like follow her very closely online and I and I and I know her, but I feel like she's done a really good job following up her season uh, as far as like her, like her online presence and like she has bits that exist after the show is even after she's done on the show, you know, like this Heidi impression. Um, Wait, Jan does a Heidi impression. Yeah. 
Doesn't uh-huh. it kind of sound like? Oh wait, like that a- was all fake when they start yelling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was good. They're good actors. What can I say? Well, good editing too. I mean, it was all made in the edit when they started like going from two to four to eight, and then I was like, oh, at that point, I realized they were layering it. But I thought all the arguments were at least real, and they were just saying, look at these dumb bitches. Here's a here's clip highlights. At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck also you, fuck you as well, and also fuck you. We're going to take a break, so fuck you. So uh, we're back with the segment uh, where Vanessa, Vanessa, Van G, Matteo. Van Ness. That's the street she lives on. uh That's where Van G lives on Van Ness. Um, (laughs) She's asking some quick fire fire questions. And uh, she wants to know uh, if Jackie is still partnered to that guy that she was dating on the show. And if not, does she want to fuck Van G? And the answer to that is still no, I think, right? Yeah, Jackie is partnered up and not interested. Uh, Widow spits some sick bars. Mm-hmm. Check her out on iTunes. Because bitch she might be. Yes, bitch. Uh, Britta pokes fun at herself talking about New York City constantly, which is amazing because we love a self-referential queen. Yes. A girl that is aware. Um and we might have a salacious love uh, rumor, or it could be true that Gigi and Crystal might be dating. Bitch, they are. How? Okay. Well, Crystal lives in fucking Missouri, and Gigi lives in Los Angeles. So I, I guess it's possible. Mm-hmm. But they all know um, those Little Rock boys, so that's kind of like connects them, I guess. You know, the country thing. And you know what? They're probably... They're probably closer than uh, Vanjie and Brooklyn Heights ever were in real life. So, <laughs> wow, producing. I don't know. This is this is a non-existent romance, but it's still more realistic than uh, Vanjie and Brooklyn. A fine romance <laughs> with no kisses. A fine romance. Um, they talk about Jackie. I, uh... <laughs> I'm glad we can squeeze it for some some more juice, even yeah. though it, there's nothing there. There's no berry. Girl, to juice. we're squeezing this rind dry. Reuni- like- <laughs> Cliff and reunion episodes are always the hardest thing to talk about because it's just like, oh, look, and then they talk about this. Let's talk about them talking about talking. What was the response to the dating question? Um, vague. They were cagey about it, vague, right? Uh, vague and caged. <laughs> How I like my erections. Um, locked. Honey, uh, are you locked? I'm loaded. I'm locked for every episode of the pod, just so everyone knows. Oh. See you at Folsom. Chase. 2025. A, we love a chaste queen. <laughs> I'm tired of being pure and not chaste. I want to be more. Um, like some of that place at level. <laughs> I want to go to the devil. Uh, I okay, sorry. Okay, we have a show what? to do. <laughs> no, let's just do Eartha Kid impersonations. Mm. Yeah, just keep going. I'm down for that. I found out why Eartha, Qui- why Eartha Kit was Catwoman. Because the uh, other the other Catwoman l- 
not Lynn Merriweather, the Julie other one Newmar? before that. No, there was, oh. <clears throat> there was, yeah, maybe her. I don't remember. But one of them um, just uh, didn't want to be Catwoman no more. She, I think she moved away and married somebody. She said, and then fuck this. Another girl hurt her back, and that's why Lynn Merriweather got it, or Lee Merriweather, or something. Lee Merriweather, yeah. Maybe he was the penguin, actually. I might be wrong. But yeah. Eartha Welcome Kid- back to uh, Bat Chaser, where we Bat- dissect every episode of Batman, starting from the very beginning. Next up is Cesar Romero as the 1956 Joker. <laughs> now, in this episode, Catwoman, Adam West. she starts by drinking milk out of a bowl on mm-hmm. the floor. Yeah, and this is not written from a fetishist male point of view at all. <laughs> at all. Okay, well... Did you we see the part with in. Jackie and um, her mom where they were talking about all that and the, the yeah. letter? The yeah, letter yeah, yeah, was, yeah. like, really nice to hear that, like, her mom mm-hmm. accepts her and that um, it's it was, like, a beautiful way to end the whole package before we start talking about outfits and who's actually going to win. Yeah, I thought it was a very sweet moment. Everybody was fucking crying. I mean, it was it was a very touching moment. No bottom sweet. lashes here. No bottom lashes. So this top three is uh, is the next uh, to do to talk about. And Crystal, she was giving me Ebenezer Scrooge before the first ghost came. Is that what her look was with her candle prop? That yeah, that was what she was. Yeah, my favorite thing was when everybody told her to light her candle when she couldn't (laughs) see something. That was the funniest. And she's been holding it the whole time. Her poor arm. Yeah, and that was a legit candlestick, too. Girl, right now I'm taking um, a master class. Oh, I need to give you that password. Um, and I've been holding my phone up to the computer, and by the end of it, my arm hurts so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gigi is thrilled to be part of the season. <laughs> uh, she's blown away by the talent of the season, as all of us are. For sure. Um, Jada feels like she's showing that hard work pays off and your dreams can come true for you. Girl, that is something a winner says. Mm-hmm. Because right now she's winning in the Twitter polls. I did notice that. Ms. Jade? Yeah, Jada. It's Jada Crystal. Um, like Jada the- Essence Jolie? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bouvier, Bouvier Onassis. Um, Mark. Yeah, that's what I saw this morning anyway. Um, but Rue asked the other girls who they're rooting for, and Aiden is Team Jada. Mm-hmm. Jan is Team Gigi. And Widow mm-hmm. is Team Crystal. Yes. So is Courtney. <laughs> well, <laughs> the other girls, they don't show their opinions because we can't, we, I mean, then, then it becomes too long. They just wanted to get one of each for mm-hmm. the, for the edit. And I think that's, that's fair enough. Yeah. Like remember um, when people had to like tweet their support for, oh no, no, no. That's what it is. It's the, the episode where they had like, Chanel and like the three girls talking yes. about the girls from this season, and one of them was assigned to do a girl Fifi. that. Oh, was that it? I think so. And it was like you know she's she's hungry. Um, she's ambitious. It was. Uh, it was I think good she's act- definitely was- gonna take it this year. I mean, whoever was acting that was definitely. Um, <laughs> Wasn't I mean- it Mariah? Yes, it was, <laughs> and it was such bull. She had bullshit smeared across her face while she did it. <laughs> Mariah, but let's see. Yeah, I remember that now. 
fucking Mariah Balenciaga, deep friend of the pod. The yes. shade. She has such deep shade. She's got a Mary Poppins bag full of shade, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Just endless. A and bag ponytails. of holding. Yes. They they uh, obviously drew straws and she got the short straw. <laughs> she's uh, she's a obviously hungry. Uh, she was in the competition and she still is in the, in it. So she could really take it <laughs> if she wants to do drag anymore. Did you just see that she announced that she's uh, kind of she's scaling back on Fifi and she's becoming Jeremy more and she's still going to go to conventions and like big like large scale tours and stuff. But she won't be doing like club gigs and bar shows anymore, she said. I don't see why not. I mean, I I think if that makes sense for her, then of course, drag is about fucking. I mean, it's about joy and expression. And if if it's not bringing you joy to do it, then like by all means, take a step back, reassess what it means to you and what you want from it. I support her completely in that. Me too. And I mean, she's changed her name before, and people still followed her, so it's gonna be fine. She's a captivating person, whether she's in drag or not. Like, so, you know, she's, I like her. She's, I, I'm, I'm waiting work. to see her do makeup on someone else too, because she's always so crazy talented with her own face. I think yeah. that skill can be applied elsewhere and that could be a whole nother thing. A, a lot of these girls thing. with their paints and their brushes, they're, they're killing it. Did you see Manila's painting this week of um, her husband as the country <laughs> landscape? Yeah. Girl, that was the best. That was a country crock ad for sure. Yeah. Country crock ad. Sorry. It was like rolling hills. Country cock. (laughs) Cock. What you said. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thought it was so talented. Um, But enough about the old queens. These new queens uh, have five songs to lip sync against. And these girls are going to lip sync from their own houses for the finale, which. I, five lip syncs. Five. I don't know how they're gonna have five. Whew. How do you? Do you need to eliminate? Oh, it's five to choose from. They're not gonna do five. I don't oh. know. She made it sound like there were gonna be five songs, like yeah, five I, performances. I feel like. Oh, really? I I misread. I, I don't know. That that's like the vibe I got from when they were talking about it, but I honestly don't know. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Yeah. Uh, I think I I predict that Gigi's whatever kind of setup is going to be is going to be over the top professional amazing gorgeous. Crystal's Crystal's yeah. pro- is probably like I can't wait to see what Crystal does in her own environment and I hope that Jada's is just a close-up of her face because she's so fucking gorgeous. <laughs> right. And then maybe a split at the end. <laughs> She'll do one of those uh, they call her six performances where it's just close-up and just one nails. hand of nails the whole and, song. And Worth it. Girl. Worth it. Those it nails. Living quarantine queen every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yes, God. They have their own Instagram now. The, the quarantine queen pageant is happening and the finale is on... Um, June first, right Same after our show, our live. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm gonna pop over to the page after. I'm a judge I, for I the finale too. night. So am I. Oh my god. Well, uh, I'll won't see you there. I will be judging harshly, just so you know. And we know that I take judging very, very seriously too. So I mean, girl, squirt- try squirt- not to be on fucking ketamine, okay? <laughs> 
Would you? This is how rumors get started. Don't fucking eat shrooms before you have to judge a prestigious pageant. That's all I ask. Is the tea okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that's... It was an entertaining episode to watch. I was never taken out of the action by the fact that it was on Zoom. No, it it honestly like made a show that we've come to love and take for granted. It just gave it like a refresher because this was one of the best reunions I've seen in a long time. You know, it it didn't feel like staged and a lot of like dancing to take up time and like clip packages. It felt like all useful stuff that was relevant. Um. It, it was a great episode. I'm not mad at it all at all. And I can't wait to talk about it with you on the live stream next week. Yeah, me too. Party Did girls. Did either of you expect them or Rue to say something out loud about the disqualification of Sherry Pie? No. There was a line in the song, and that was enough. What was it? I didn't... It was... They were like, this is the story of 13 queens. Oh, and well, Jada 12. Comes you, in. Yeah. Yeah. That was Jada funny. comes well, actually twelve. So I think that was Enough. all you had to do. Don't yeah. bring down the energy of the moment. Mm-hmm. Do, no disclaimer. It's it put it to bed. It's about these girls. It's about these fucking girls. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you so much for joining me this week, Alaska, mm-hmm. on Race Chaser, and. We, as co-hosts, promise to continue to provide you with award-winning content and heavily nominated content every week. Emmy, queer tea. Stage it. Uh, stage it. Uh, Pulitzer. I hear those Pulitzer buzz. Um, uh, your name is Willem. My oh, name is I'm Alaska. <laughs> you can rate the podcast and comment about how amazing it is to your ears. You can subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode is coming out. Ooh, and don't forget your tickets for next week's live stream. It's yes, racechasertickets.com. Uh-huh. And that's June uh, 1st. Yes, June 1st, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Um, New York time. This is the Race Chaser live stream. Go to racechasertickets.com right now. You you have a chance to get some tickets for the season 12 finale podcast recording live. See what we do each each week. You can Girl. Be, sit in the front row. You can be inches from our face. I'm going to shave my chest, which is the first time I've done it since March. Yikes. I it'll know, but clo- you- it'll clog the drain. I just want ticket to feel sales. Me. Ticket sales you can feel good about because they are benefiting Project Q here in Los Angeles. So check it out, racechasertickets.com. And follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000. And our mm-hmm. Race Chaser podcast Instagram is Race Chaser Pod. And use that hashtag Race Chaser when you post. Yes. And you can send us a DM or an email at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. We also have bonus content available, patreon.com slash Willem. Uh, we just uploaded a new video. We filmed it back in February. It was us playing the game Guess Rue. It's so fun. It's 15 minutes of drag queens being shady. Um, so fun. Shady. Honestly. Bitch. Uh, so just use the hashtag racechaser and you can watch the videos for a dollar each. Yes. Did you get a response to your text that you sent out? Oh, bitch. Let me check. Oh, I forgot all about Th- that. This is a oh, 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 oh. Okay, so <laughs> you tell me yours. Okay, so I'll tell you mine. She said the 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 person said I have no idea. Maybe ask. Redacted. Maybe ask a name which I don't know. 
I don't know, but if someone doesn't know if that person won, I think they won. And if not, let's just say it because you know. Well, <laughs> powerful podcast. Did you get a response? My source says that uh, they don't know who won. Uh, if anyone did, and the buzz on the street is that it was just it wasn't very good, and so they cut it. Oh wow! Which. I mean, but there's so many funny girls who had so many, like, funny moments. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that RuPaul has said that this top six is one of the most talented uh, top six that she's ever had. And she's laughing at all of their zingers in the reading section here. I fail to believe that there weren't also amazing zingers in... From five girls from New York who all know each other. Five girl. New York girls. Yeah. Girl, that is not what New York expects. Um, I think I think I think there is some tomfoolery and possibly some Tina foolery. Yeah. Well, you know, uh send us your conjecture and speculation and you know, maybe we'll disseminate it ac- across the world. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Race Chaser Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Your agent is on the phone. He just has to speak with you. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.